Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? Happy Masters Week. We're back again. It's episode 277 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. It's Kyle and Ben. It's Wednesday of the Masters. You're getting ready to watch the par three contest. You get your yes. first real look on TV of the course. Uh, hopefully the weather's nice. I think some weird weather's rolling into Augusta over the next couple of days. So hopefully yeah. it's nice. Um, but uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. Sign up today. Use coupon code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V. Get a 50% welcome bonus. I've done the math a million times, at least 276 times. I'm about to do it for the 277th time. You give them 100 bucks with a 50% bonus, you get the 100 back plus 50 bucks back on top to play with. So Come on now. go ahead. We're going to give you our picks for the Masters. Uh, go ahead and pick you some futures. Get, get, get some futures picks um, and, you know, win big. I mean, you got – uh, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, both paying seven to one odds, and John Rahm paying ten to one. Hey, you put if you put twenty bucks on all three of those, and one of them hits, you win. You make <laughs> so money. You make money. So ha- have some fun with it. Uh, bet online. It's where the game start. Ben, mm. uh, we didn't we didn't pod the last couple of days because I was. I took, I won the the lottery, took my uh, master's practice round trip, and we couldn't do it on Sunday night. It was, it was real tricky. I didn't get home till super late Monday. We stayed until they basically kicked us out. So we're catching up. We're going to um, pod, pr- try to pod at least once a day uh, throughout yep. the master's here on out. So the next five days in a row. So should be a lot of fun. There's a lot to talk about. But I think it's going to, I think it's good to go ahead and get on the board like we did last year. Go ahead and get our winners, uh, uh, our favorite winners, our dark horse picks to win the Masters. Let's go ahead and put it out there, uh, talk our way through it, and uh, and just have some fun with it. And like I said, that way when it comes back on Sunday, if either one of us have won or whatever, we can have fun making fun of the other. So <laughs> yes, or we can make fun of ourselves for how bad our picks are. So yeah, yeah. we're probably both going to be wrong anyway. Ben, I want to let you start. Let's start with a dark horse, okay? Okay. And we declared our dark horse as um, anyone that's plus 20,000 or more. So to essentially, you know, pretty pretty high odds, pretty high yes. odds. So Mine anyway. is really high odds. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Not super high, but still plus 50,000. Oh, holy cow. Kevin Kisner. Oh, come, gosh. Come get some. Mr. <laughs> I Love Augusta basically grew up just miles from it. Loved playing there, played there a ton. He's just somebody that he's never won it, but uh, he definitely knows he's one that he's somebody that knows his way around the course. Going to need that this weekend with a chance of rain on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The <laughs> least chance of rain that there is is 80% chance on Friday. It's like 90% chance on Saturday and like another 85% chance on Sunday. So going to need somebody that knows how to plod their way around and be able to get their way around the course, know where to miss. Uh, Two things can happen on something like that. I mean, those greens are just going to get really, really soft. And so some guys may be able to to throw some darts, uh, have a bunch of tap-in putts. But um, on some 
usually what we say is slick greens, but with all the moisture they're going to have, uh, the greens will probably start holding this weekend. I know everybody says, well, they can suck the moisture out. Not when it's a 90% chance of rain, it rains all night. They're not going to suck the moisture out of that. Um, so, uh, Kevin they Kisner, get- my dark horse at plus 50,000. I've heard they can suck a golf ball through a garden nose, personally. <laughs> no, no uh, I like it. I like it. Oh, Kevin Kisner's going to have to play 13 as a four-shot par five, though. That's that's only – Yeah, you know. did say that. They're, they have not done a good job of live from the Masters describing 13. I'm going to describe it later, so just get I ready. Had to, get yeah, ready. I had to, get it, had to get it from you, so it's kind of – I don't know why they have it because the way you told me on text, I don't know why this has not been brought up on live from the Masters because I don't it either. seems like it's going to be a really big deal. Yep. Uh, especially if it's 80 and 90% chance of rain. I mean, what are you going to have to poke it out there, Kyle? 330, 340? To get around the corner so you can have a shot at Like, you got to hit a bomb. Yeah. We'll talk about yeah. that later. But, uh, my, because I got, I got some stories to tell. So, Gary Woodland is my dark horse at plus, uh, 27,500. Uh, Gary has been lying in the weeds, lying in the wilderness, ready to strike. I watched him on 13, okay? And I'm. this is the only reason I'm picking him. This is the only reason I'm picking him. Oh, Lord. He hit the longest drive I've ever seen in my whole life on 13. <laughs> Farther than anybody out there. Uh, he had a probably no more than like a six iron in. And he hit it to like, I don't know. What? 10 or 12. I'm telling you, he hit wow. one all the way around the corner, flew it all the way around. Far, farther than Rory hit his – you know, hit the drive that he hit farther than DJ, farther than anybody. I mean, it was just m- moonshot. Uh, mm. I was blown away. So I was like, right there, I'm like, dang, he's one to watch just because of one shot. So <laughs> one shot, I saw. I don't have, he could have shot 80. Kyle, Kyle's going to take one shot in a practice round with nothing on the line. And he could have shot taken, 80 that day. Picking. I don't know. <laughs> he might have shot 80. I don't know. But I'm going with Gary Woodland. He did my great on that one shot after that. He, he parked it with a 92 before it was all awesome. I'm trying to win. pretend like I got inside <laughs> info. I'm giving y'all a little inside info right now. So Gary Woodland hit one long drive, <laughs> slapped the Gary Woodland button. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not shocked that you're using that as, as your telltale of, I got my guy. He hit one drive. It was a bomb. I got my guy. Yep. Yep. All right. So I'm going to pick, let me, let's switch it up. I'm going to pick my winner and then you can pick your, uh, you can pick your winner. I'm going, I mean, I'm not going to just go like super duper betting favorite. Uh, he's got, he's got good, good odds, but, um, I like the way Max Homa is playing. I like the way he carried himself. He played with, uh, Justin Thomas on Monday, uh, and Gordon Sargent, the NCAA champion. Um, and I, he looks like he, the, the way he walks, the way he was hitting, like they, they spin like, it's crazy how like long they spin on the greens and like every, every single time, like we're, we're throwing those little, uh, f- uh, cup flaps. That's like yep. simulates a cup. I mean, we're just throwing, throwing them up there tight, hit it. The pin was in the middle on 12. He just goes right at it. Hits a little cut off the pin to 12. Like it's just, everything looks easy. Everything looks like he's just. You know, not even really, mm. not even really trying. So I'm going with Max Homa as my winner. He's gonna, he is Max Homa will win the Masters. That's still a little out of the box. You know, it favors past champions. Um, yes. you know, they're at least they're at least going to be up there in the top ten. Like, like we we talked about that. There's going to be 
I don't think it's going to be a ton of live guys, but there's so many live guys that have won at Augusta and done well at Augusta. It wouldn't shock me come Saturday and Sunday if out of the top 10, three to four of them aren't live guys uh, that are up there at the at I the hope top. So. Um, so um, now that's not who I'm going with to win. <laughs> I, I set that up to make you think that I was going to go with like a DJ or something like that. I am going with Jordan Spieth. Okay. Who has been a previous champion. He's been played a little bit better. Here's the key thing. Jordan Spieth has won twice on Easter. Sunday is Easter. Mm. So just one of those things where for some reason. He's Jesus. He could be Jesus. <laughs> I think that, I think JT referred to him as, as golf Jesus. Golf because Jesus. Of his two, because of his two wins on Easter. <laughs> That's great. And JT even made like fun of him where he said something like, that's why everybody likes him. I mean, he wins on Easter Sunday. The rest of us just can't compete with that. And it's, no. it, you know, it's tough. So, uh, that is the, I'm just, I can't pick against him. He's already, he's, he's batting he's, a thousand. He's, he's on competed Easter. on Sunday. I think on Easter Sunday, he's competed, I think he said three times and he's won twice. That's so, crazy. um, I'm going to have to go with Jordan Speed. Plus, he's not playing bad right now. He's been in contention the last, few tournaments that he's played in he had an opportunity to win and his putter just left him uh, a couple of weeks ago so uh i think his game's getting better he's still that's that's the thing with him though is that dadgum putter in his short game sometimes everybody always talks about his drive his drives aren't terrible his irons aren't terrible but jordan makes his money when he's making 55 foot bombs to break people's back and you know and when he plays his worst is when he's getting up there and gets in a hurry on a three footer and runs it by four feet so if he can just keep that putter hot throughout the weekend, he should be fine. And plus, they will wrap the weekend on Easter Sunday. So I got to go with Golf Jesus and Jordan Spieth. I like it. I think it's going to be a fireworks leaderboard. Um, mm. I would love no nothing more than to see Cam Smith win or or any honestly any yeah. live guy. But Cam Smith, um, I feel like. Maybe only DJ more. Hell, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like Brooks. Now I'm rooting for Brooks. I, I, uh, I didn't. Uh, I saw Cam Smith's caddy. Cam Smith's caddy was walking the whole course without him, just uh, the whole the whole day. Um, and I, I was hoping I get to see him. I never did get to see him. Mm. But I just the 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 drama and like some of the things that people have said. Um, you know that. All you know, Greg Norman not being invited back uh, on the grounds. Um, them saying if when a, if a live guy wins, they're all gonna or has a chance. They're all gonna hang back and wait yeah. and basically like rush the green uh, yeah. if he wins, which just makes it that much more um, awesome. But I, um, I'm not gonna go too much into this, but I just want to say I, I do want to say one thing for people out there listening. Fans don't care that much about dudes that that went to live. Dustin Johnson no. had one of the biggest crowds um, out there, like by far. Uh, it was it was really hard to even get close to see him. I got relatively close on thirteen. Um, he uh, he hit a he hit a big drive out there. Had to hit a long iron in and hit one in the water and then hit one up on the green, but. Uh, yeah, I don't think the fans care. I don't think the fans care. I think they would be there would be a lot of people that would just be that would be just as happy to see a Dustin Johnson or a, um, you know, Bryson DeChambeau. He was playing by himself, had a huge crowd. I mean, mm-hmm. 
these guys still move the needle, and um, I, I just they're don't still think... fan favorites. Yeah, like they're still like people still want their autograph. They still want their picture with them. Um, they, everybody you know. universally loves Cam Smith. Like there's yes. no, I, I it's 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 crazy that they everybody like the players love him. Um, you know they don't like Patrick Reed, but they didn't like Patrick Reed when he was on the PGA Tour. So yeah, that's, uh, that's no I different. Just, yeah, I just don't think I just don't think it's big a big deal out of anybody but the media. Like, I told you, in, like uh, the Brandel Chamblees of the world. I, I don't think yeah. anybody really cares that much anymore. Like they they made a big deal out of it where they you know um, Fred Couples made some comments about live guys and somebody asked him during one of the open press conferences, well, what if you, like, what if Phil asked you to play a practice round? And he goes, I play with him in a heartbeat. He's like, I mean, we still know each other. You know, same thing with DJ. They ask him, they go, well, how many friends have you lost since you joined Liv? He's like, everybody that was my buddy before I went to Liv, still my buddy. So Fred's been running his mouth media. a little bit more than that, That though. He he runs yes. his mouth no, a I, good bit. No, he I, has. No, no, I'm saying he did run his mouth and he did say stuff, but still at the end of the day, I think if one of them like approached him, I don't think he's going to say anything. I think he's giving the media sound bites and they're running with it. And, you know, uh, Freddie and, 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 well, and the Brandles of the world. And I, I'm telling you, the only level headed one out there is uh, on uh, Live from the Masters, Paul McGinley. And he's the one that still kind of semi defends Liv from time to time because he feels the same way we do. He's like, look, they're good golfers. I want to see them play. Like, yeah. what, what is, what is the big deal? Why are y'all so upset that they get to play? Like, don't you want the best in the world competing at the highest level in majors? And they're like, well, we do, but they live. It's like, so? Like, what? And you just said it. I mean, you went to the practice room. They're, fu- they're not being they're not being outcasts. People aren't, like, turning their backs on them when they're out there on the practice range or when they're um, playing their practice round. They're following them, taking pictures of them. They're yelling at them. They're, yep. you know, wanting them to wave at them, wanting to give them thumbs up, giving them – you know, giving Bubba the Bubba Booey, you know, and all that stuff. I mean, that that's the stuff that's still going on, even though they haven't been on tour since last year when they were allowed to play in some majors. So uh it's it's kind of it's kind of odd that the it's like with politics and this whole basketball thing, you know, um the, the Iowa girl came out and said that didn't upset her. Like the media is making every they're they overblow everything. And then when you actually talk to the players, the players are like, I just want to play. Like, I, that's what I signed up to do. And we're buddies, and we all play. hang out off the course. And we play yeah. <laughs> money games at uh, Medalist and what, all these courses around yes. Jupiter, Florida. Like, yeah, it's it's a, it's all a charade. Um, and I was I was not more convinced the, uh, of that than seeing the crowds follow the guys that supposedly no one likes. Watching guys play together, uh, yeah. you know, um, I saw Harold Varner was in a group of PGA guys. Dustin Johnson was in the middle of a group of PGA guys. Bryson played by himself, but I think that's a Bryson thing. A lot of guys played by yep. himself. Scott Stallings played by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, they were all kind of intermingling. Um, Sergio played, Sergio played with somebody interesting. I'm trying to remember who it was, but it was not a, um, it, it was, gosh, who did he play with? I can't remember, but it was it was a couple of PGA Tour guys, and you would think Sergio for sure would be, you know, probably like excommunicator or whatever. But yeah, he's the one that said, "I can't wait to get the hell off this tour." So yeah, but uh, he, it was it was I, I was I was that was probably one of the more interesting things that that I noticed, and and I 
you know, possibly could people be going to see them just because, hey, it's a live tour guy. I just want, you know, it's like a, you know, do I just go see the bad guy? I don't know. But it, it seemed like it's just, you know, Masters, the Masters crowd, the patrons are a more respectful group than, than you know, your typical, you know, crowd. Yeah. So they're not going to be booing. But you could sense excitement. You could sense electricity yeah. whenever those guys came through, and you could feel it with with the crowd. So, um, I, that that's going to make for such an awesome Masters. The Masters this year, this could be the great. This could be the most electric one, especially if we have some live dudes making a charge. Cam Smith always plays good here. Um, you know, DJ plays won, good here. DJ's one Pat, here. Reed's one here. Reed. Yeah, he um, well. I mean, you got Jason Kokrak. I mean, all these dudes um, that can can bomb it, hit it good. You know, mm-hmm. J- uh, got pretty close to Jason Kokrak. He played. He was playing by himself. Um, just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 I sort of, I was curious to see uh, the reaction from everybody, but it was clear to me that I think the vast majority of people feel like we do. Then, uh, in, in the the golf media, uh, you know, persons are the ones that mm-hmm. have made this thing so, um, I guess so, like, you know, yep. head butting, and so, so, like, there's a huge, just a huge riff of, you know, division, and I just really don't think that's, I just really don't think it's there. No, and I've said before, uh, being a member of quote unquote media, and you can be pro PGA without being anti live. And I think that's what Brandel doesn't understand and Nick Faldo doesn't understand. And some of the other guys that they always make sure it's, you know, it's like, like I told you, it's like mentioning, mentioning your opponent in a campaign ad. You don't do that. Like, no. what, like just, just talk about your, if you want to be pro PGA, just talk about pro PGA stuff. We're bringing it up. We're bringing up the live stuff, but they, they, before I came up to record the pod with you, I was watching it and that's what they were doing. It was all about live. It wasn't about, the Masters, it wasn't about the PGA Tour. It wasn't about the matchups that we're going to see. It was about live. And, yeah. it, you know, and it's like, okay, well, if you keep bringing it up, people are going to keep wondering more about – like, you're literally driving people to go watch them. Because it's like, okay, they keep talking about it. Maybe I need to turn over to CW and see what's going on. And that's another thing, Kyle. If a live guy wins this event, the next CW broadcast will be watched. I will be lit. You. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. Uh, speaking of just awesome things, uh, you guys have gone nuts with the bad birdie stuff. Like, thank yes. y'all so much for, for your support there. Like just getting, you're wearing a bad birdie shirt right now. I got you? a bad birdie shirt. This is the paint splatter two, I think the paint splatter two and bad birdie hat. Um, we got more stuff coming. Uh, they got, yeah. they, they're sending us some more stuff. So, uh, we really appreciate that. Use coupon code DAD15 and take 15%, continue to take 15% off your order. Mm-hmm. One thing I don't know people know they have yet. They got putter head covers and driver head covers, and they look awesome. They're let, they look, I mean, it's like that leather material, the mm-hmm. cool, this, this little logo all over it. Um, it's just, uh, I, I mean, I'm obsessed with their stuff. Like I never thought I would be into the loudness like louder than ben and i have like eight you shirts embraced now. it i've totally you. embraced it. i got like eight shirts and a couple more hats on the way like i'm just so pumped so uh save big they're already very affordable uh you know you, there's uh, if you like printed polos and things like that uh you, you're gonna spend uh 70 
under 80 bucks for a polo and then you get to take 15% off. So mm. it just makes a ton of sense. They got some, some like swimwear type stuff too. They got shorts, they got uh, joggers, they got athletics, uh, suit, uh, athletic sets. I mean, it's, it's, they got all kinds of stuff, pullovers, quarter zips. So oh, be yeah. sure check them out. Uh, I, I haven't seen anything on there that I don't like yet. So, uh, check them out. Bad birdie golf, download their app for like exclusive new arrivals and, and stuff like that. So, uh, bad birdie, it's where fashion should end. I mean, it's the best. So just Dad don't, 15. don't Dad go, 15. don't go past it. Dad 15. All right. Uh, kind of continuing on the live, uh, the live talk, um, the DP world tour and the live are in a lawsuit. Uh, the live was essentially suing them for not letting them play. They went to court and they just announced that, uh, the DP world tour won the lawsuit and, um, the, they don't have to allow, they do not have to allow the live tour guys to play on that tour. And, I mean, more power. I mean, I guess if you're going to make a stand, whatever, I think it's possibly the dumbest thing that they could yeah. ever do uh, because they have an opportunity to see something. This is the PGA Tour is just not letting them do it, basically, is, what, is yeah, what's happening. that's exactly what it Big is. Big Brother is not letting Little Brother, you know, try to try to advance past them because if the, they're they're shooting themselves in the, their own – they're cutting their nose off to spite their face – they're, they they have the opportunity to allow these guys to play in their tournaments and make the DP World Tour a watchable, b desirable, uh, and and just go like grow that tour like in, insane amounts, like yep. insane amounts. Can you imagine if this field was playing uh, in what's the, uh, the the one they play every year that they play at St Andrews? They play like three different courses and then. Uh, the last one they put, the last the round they play at St. Andrews. I mean, like there's so many historic tournaments over there they could play on and they would be absolutely electric. Like, I, I, why would you not want that? Why would you not yeah, want that? that? Everything goes up. Prizes go up. Sponsors mm-hmm. go up. Everything would go up. Like, it's insane to me that this is not some, this is something that they would want. I saw um, somebody made a comment that said, like, Lee Westwood's played, like, 500 or so DP World Tour events. Mm -hmm. Tons of wins. You know, been a huge ambassador for the DP World Tour. He's not allowed to come back. Yet, Will Zalatoris has been on tour for five years. He's played four events on the DP World Tour. He could go play any, any. you know, he he brings nothing, has has invested nothing uh, in the DP World Tour, no knock on him. It's just no knock on Will Zalatoris. He's a PGA no. He's Tour played guy. in four events. I mean, he's it, a PGA Tour guy. It it's not his responsibility to go to the DP World Tour. But if he wanted to, he could go have full access. Whereas Lee Westwood, who's invested his whole life into the DP World Tour, cannot. Uh, it's it's. I, I don't even really know their, what else. I don't really know what else you could say about it. It's the dumbest thing ever. Well, and they're turning their backs on guys that got them there. You know, Ian Poulter said it best where he said, you know, it's hurtful because uh, he's done so much for Team Europe and through the years. No Ryder Cup. That was part of it, too. Yeah, no Ryder Cup. So uh, those guys can't go play. But can you imagine since they're not allowed to play in regular PGA Tour events and when they're not playing live events, they can go to the DP World Tour and you could have the DJs and the Brooks who used to play DP World Tour when it was uh, the European Tour. And uh and, you know, and the Lee Westwoods and the Ian Poulters and the HV3s. I mean, all these guys that have Bubba Watson that have these superstar names 
they could go and play these events. As you just said, they could sell tickets, they could sell sponsorships. And now what are they doing? They're like, and, and like the guy, the picture they showed when they announced that the, um, that the lawsuit had been won, it was the director of the DP world tour. And he was like grinning from ear to ear. I'm like, you're so dumb. Like you're cutting out your field. Like you, you're, you're diminishing the field and you're happy about it. Like that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, so, you had the opportunity. You had the opportunity to take like a huge, huge step. Like you could have changed the shape of the the DP World Tour for like the next decade. Like you could have, mm-hmm. you could have made it almost. For, I mean, because you're thinking the rest of the world. Like you, you had opportunity to possibly rival the the PGA Tour. I mean, you really did. Um. It comes down to, I've told you before, you got to have that contrarian in the room. It's like the DP Tour World, DP World Tour guys and the PGA Tour guys are all sitting in a room. They're all thinking alike. They need somebody in that room that's going to be like, wait a second. Like, why are we doing this? Like, yeah, just because you guys don't like live? Is that why? Because we could better the field if we let them play in these events. Hey, we could make a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah, so we we could we could make a ton of money doing and this. And see, if, now if I'm a PGA Tour guy, because I know the purses went up and they got the elevated events and that kind of thing that they're doing now, the PGA Tour. Yeah. Well, here's another thing. If I'm players or the players, if there is a PGA Tour Players Association, you got to go back to the PGA Tour now and you need to go, okay, well, now we need more money because apparently y'all don't need it because you're just cutting the guys out that could have developed more income on the DP World Tour and – since you don't need it, that must mean that you've got plenty of money to throw around. So instead of these elevated events being $3 million for a win, they need to be $4 million for a win. Right. Because, you know, you you clearly don't need the money because you're cutting these guys out and cutting yourself off from sponsorships and, and prize money and everything else. So, uh, exactly. yeah, it's they're just not – these guys that are running golf right now are not thinking what can better the game of golf. They're thinking – Pride. What's I'm mad. Yes. I'm mad. Basically. My cheese has been moved. My cheese has been moved and now I'm pissed. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can to just get cheese back has been moved. Pissed me off. Yes. And what, has it been cut? Has, what about has it been cut? Nope. No, nope. not cut. It's just a book. You're showing you're showing your showing your age. <laughs> <laughs> and you're showing yours, sir. Yes. By moving cheese. <laughs> All right, let's tell some stories. Let's tell some stories. Uh, but first, uh, I want to give a shout out to Blue Tees Rangefinders. Um, guys, I I don't know what else we can say. I mean, the it's one of the best uh, rangefinders in the game. It's got all the features of the top dollar uh, rangefinders, but it's a fraction of the price. I thought I lost mine the other day, but everybody at the club knows that again. I'm- yeah, I know. I'm terrible. The magnet now. See, now the magnet is is working against me. You leave it on the cart. Yeah, just leave it right there on the cart. But uh, does that got anything to do with adult beverages, or has that got everything no, to do with not the, not a thing, not a thing. But uh, <laughs> but everybody knows I'm the blue tees guy. So they yeah. they they know Kyle's going to be looking for his uh, blue tees. You're like, hey, that finder. idiot left his blue tees range finder on the golf cart again. Yep, yep. So uh, use coupon code. Uh, Dad bod take ten percent off. Already incredible savings. Get you a Bluetooth speaker, the divot tools, the mag towels, all that good stuff. It's not just rangefinders, but the rangefinder is dope. Uh, I mean, you just can't beat it. You just cannot beat it. If if I see one of my friends with a brand new bushnell 
going to pop you right in the mouth. How about that? <laughs> no, I was just, it's just pointless. It's just, you just throw them up. You just like throwing money away because uh, it's a complete waste. But anyway, check them out. Blue tees, range finders. I just don't think they can be beat. All right. So it's no secret. I was at the mat. I was at the Monday practice round. Um, weather was, was great. Weather, weather okay. was great. Um, it was overcast, which was a little bit of a bummer, but the temperature was great. Had a, it was, it was a good, comfortable hoodie. Time, a good comfortable hoodie weather only one that you bought there or one that you took with you i took with me i took with me. i did buy some to bring home so uh um i went i blacked completely out in the uh pro shop blacked completely I'm sure out you did. i had a list of things that i was supposed to get for people and i just started grabbing i was like give me a 14 give me a 12 give me a 22 give me this i mean it was like like i was trying to win a game but i was just losing i was just just nothing was going nothing was going up except for my bill. one million dollars later so this is the best this is the most funny part so um i go i go now granted now, now keep in mind when i tell you these numbers the only reason i'm telling these numbers is not to brag it's just that i had a lot of stuff to buy for people so yeah. i i check out it's two grand right off the bat okay so two grand first trip through i after i forget two things literally just two things i forgot to get a hat for someone and a t-shirt okay the hats are like 32 dollars. t-shirts are like 40 spend 500 dollars more <laughs> I went back in, spent five. I went in to get a singular hat and a t-shirt. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. You get the atmosphere gets you. You're just like, I gotta have this. I gotta have that. Oh, I, I oh, see. it is. It is. It is incredible games, and you're trying to grab stuff. At, and but it's so like, emotion efficient. overtakes you. Oh, and it's so efficient. It, that's it, that's another thing. It makes it so easy. To just go start grab bagging. So um well, and now, then and I know, then I know I'm gonna I'm gonna pay you back, like Zach's gonna pay you back, your other friends are gonna pay you back. Yeah. Does your wife know this charge hit your credit card? Oh yeah. Yeah. We oh, we discussed does. it. Okay. We discussed it. So I mean, and then you get your bags full and you go to check out, and then the checkout aisles, it's like, you know, like the grocery stores, they try to put all the candy and stuff right there. That they put all the trinkets that are like twenty that's where they make their money. Like ball marks that are twenty bucks, and Tervis tumblers, and calendars, and yardage book. Like, what do I need a yardage book for? I'm never going to play Augusta, but they got yardage books there. People are pulling yardage books out like this, like it's nobody's business. So, uh, but no, you weren't the, that guy in the crowd that was like looking at the yardage book in the crowd. Over yeah, the exactly. Side. Oh yeah, let me mark it. I'm, I'm, I'm charting DJ shots. DJ gets ready to hit, and you're like two twenty. It's two twenty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was my that was my experience um, experience there. We came in the top gate, which I was I was hoping I would come. I, I'm a big Southgate guy because Southgate, not a lot I don't of people. Know the, I don't know the Southgate and, and all that. What hole did it come in on? Southgate comes in at 16. Okay, you come so out I'm right North, on. I'm a Northgate guy then. Yeah, so Northgate's where everybody comes in. That's the big one. And um, but I loved it because it, it ended up being fantastic because as you walk in, the first thing you come to is the driving range, and you can just you feel it. You feel that he's out there before you even see him. You feel it. You can see the crowd, and I know who you're talking about. And yes. I, you you haven't even said the name yet, and you, you can feel it, man. You about. can you can like feel it on the back of your neck, and you there you look. You look four hundred yards away, and you're like, well, damn, there he is. There's there's a big cat right there. 
on, on the range. Big, there's the big cat. Big cat's right there on the range. Uh, we walk. Tell me that's not the needle, man. Tell me uh, that like people that are constantly. It gets no like, better. Like it gets, it gets no, it gets no. It, I, it's just seeing him in person. It's like, and what's crazy is like you see him and you. You you like know him so well that like you feel like he should look over and be like, hey, what's up, Kyle? It's good to see you. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's like he should know me because I know him so well. But no, so we got we got to the range and we watched him hit just shot after shot. Dad was like, he, my dad went with me. He's like, hey, you see those four balls out there that are within six inches of each other? That's where he's hitting. Watch. And then so he hits another shot and it just lands right there on top of all the other ball. Like it's crazy. Freddie was right there hitting with him. Um, they were warming up together. And then you got the guys that are plastering the tee times, like when people are going off. So yeah, we didn't know if he was going to go off the front or the back. I kind of felt like he was going to go off the back because I'm pretty sure from the pictures of Sunday, some of the stuff I saw, he was on the front nine. So I had a hunch he was going to go off the back because I think he only plays like nine holes a day. Yeah, but, he, um, yeah. He went off the day I went. He went off on a Wednesday. We didn't know, and he went off the back, and he was done before we could even get around to see him. Yeah. So, um, I said, Dad, he, he's got. He was probably hitting like eight or eight or nine iron when we were when we got there. I was like, he's another thirty forty five minutes from from getting out on the course. So let's go, you know, walk around a little bit. So we walked around and uh, you know, saw a couple of holes. Walked up one, down two, uh, and then we saw a board that said Woods going off the, you know, back nine, back uh, number okay. 10. And I was kind of going to, I was kind of going to get, get in that direction. I was like, all right, he just went off 10. Let's fly down to Amen corner. Let's fly down to Amen corner, skip 10. Well, we were walking past 10 and we hear the first roar, which made the hair stand. And it turns out he chipped in, like he hit it short of the green and then chipped in for birdie. So, and everybody went nuts. Oh, wow. So, so then uh, I was like, let's go to 11. So we go to 11, and I was like, here's the gamble, Dad. There's nobody right here in the fairway where they land. Like, there's nobody here. We could stay stay right here, and we're probably going to be really close, or we can just keep flying to, like, 12 or whatever if you want to see that. And he's like, no, nah, let's just stay right here. Let's just stay right here at 11. So and no joke, we're right there in the landing zone on on the on the wire, Rory hit one first and it was, it was right. You know how they planted those three random pines like yeah. long. So like you can't just blow it way right. Cause you got those three random smaller pines. He hits one kind of over there. Tiger's right down the middle, just right down the middle. Tom Kim was in that. It was Rory, Tiger, Freddie, and Tom Kim. Tom yep. Kim hit it right down the middle, a little bit past. Oh, I looked uh, for you on television. They showed the highlights of them walking. And I was like, I'm looking for Kyle. Yeah. So, uh, and then Freddie was way back. Freddie hits one to the, I, I didn't know you could do, land short and not go in the water, but he hit one short. Tiger hit one to probably, I don't know, let's just say 12, 15 feet, like easy. Mm-hmm. Rory hits this magical like cut around the, there's, there's three. It's like one, two, three. He hit one to the left of the middle one, cut it, uh, cut it out over the water to like six feet, and then he missed the putt. Um, and he did, but he does, he does all the things that he, you know, he does the, you know, the thing and he falls down that he does like if it's a re- reg- regular round, but, um, that was that. And then, so we did that. And then 
we watched them. We we were close to see them on 12, but not really close. But we watched them play 12, watched them hit into 13. And this is where I want to talk about 13, okay? Rory is as, as long as he is. You got Tiger, and then you got Tom Kim, okay? All three of them laid up. Mm-hmm. Rory, Rory laid up. Rory hit – Rory actually hit three wood off the tee. Tiger hit driver to the – they're, they just go straight through the fairway to the to the very end of the fairway because that gets them past the corner. They laid up to probably about, I don't know, 100 or so yards, and I think Tiger actually hit his third one in the water. I think he hit it short, and it spun spun back into uh-huh. the water. But anyway, um, yeah, so Rory McIlroy, one of the longest players on tour, played 13 as a, as a three-shot par Par uh, par five. It is completely is a completely different hole. I, I mean, I've been before where it's it was so far up that you could. I mean, you could have and if you hit the right, uh, you get the right you know draw on it. I mean, you can have a seven or eight iron in. Now mm-hmm. it's 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 you know three iron hybrid three wood. Tom Kim actually um, dropped one like he laid it up, then he dropped one and hit three wood. So like. So that's driver three wood in 13. Like, Did he get we'll, it there? I think you he remember? hit it way left. I think he hit it way left. Mm. Um, so I, I can't, I can't quite remember. Um, but I was Being telling as you, far get, back as they are, are they still is, is the, is the incline already started? Or are they still yeah. the ball going to be way above their feet? Even it's even not as, it's not as above because mm. it's, you're still kind of climbing. It's still, tilted right to left a little bit but you're kind of you're kind of climbing up the hill and then it starts to slope um so it's a little bit before that but still you're still it's still above you a a little bit Mm -hmm. from where they were but not severely as if when you were in the bend you know Mm -hmm. where it's like literally you're hitting off of a like a baseball tee so um dj hit a hit a big drive out there and he hit one he kind of fanned one out in the water and then dropped one and hit another one and hit it up there pretty close. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be a completely different hole. Like it's not, it's not a gimme birdie anymore. It's not even remotely a gimme birdie. It's anymore. changed so much. Um, while you were traveling Sunday night, of course they were doing favorite rounds at Augusta. Well, they, you know, of course four of them were Tiger. So I got to sit and watch Tiger play in 97. I was shocked. Kyle, this is how, you know, they've tiger proofed Augusta national. I knew they made adjustments through the years. I didn't realize how bad it was. You were just talking about 11. Uh, Tiger hits uh, into 11. He hit Sand Wedge back in 97. I remember. Uh, yeah. Um, and and eight, on 18, he hit Sand Wedge one day and hit uh, Lob Wedge the other day in 18. That's never heard of anymore. No. Uh, they're all hitting six irons into 18 now. Some of them, if they, you saw Scheffler, he was hitting a four iron. Remember when he got in trouble uh, yeah. last year, even though he got the win, he, he was hitting four iron into 18. And so it's shocking. And now that 13 will be added to that because you just talked about it. The tees were so far up on 13 and 97. Tiger hit three wood off the tee. That's the joke that he always tells when Phil says, you know, how you usually hit your three wood that far. And Tiger like sticks the needle to him in the middle of the round. He goes, no, I usually hit it further. And, um, yeah. and they had like nine iron into the par five on 13. Now you're saying they're hitting driver three wood into into 13 well if you think if you remember where you have to kind of be there to get it but if you remember where phil hit his ball from when he was in the trees uh and the year he yes. won, where he hit it to like six feet and then missed the eagle putt but still won 
that is probably, I would say, where his ball was from where they were hitting was at least 70 to 100 yards in front of where these guys were hitting wow. from. Like that much further up to the to the end of the tree from where I think that they'll be where where a lot of folks will be hitting from. Like just it's 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 huge. It's it's a it's a big, big difference. It's not so much the length as it is there's there's no angle. Like you can't get an angle to cut a corner or 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 if you there's just because it's a shoot of trees. So like you have to hit a straight ball with a draw. Or, or if, to get to get anywhere close to getting around, uh, around the corner. Are and, they far it, enough back they can take a line over the trees and cut no, it back into the fairway? Okay. No, no, there's no cutting it back. Like it's 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 uh it's just a wall of trees. It's all it's very mm-hmm. similar to the eighteen eighteen tee shot. The shoot yeah. is very is it seems it seems about that narrow. So. Um, saw Sepp Straka hit the hole. We've all seen the highlight. I, I, I was there yeah. when he hit the hole in one on 12. That was really cool. Did he um, remember you from Shoal? He did not, but he was behind okay. us in the group at Shoal. That was, that was actually, he went nuts. He was so excited. So he's probably going to shoot 80 on Thursday and he'll be home before sun's, the sun's down on Friday. <laughs> so, uh, Freddie almost hit a hole in one on 12, which is really cool. He, they yeah. all, they all hit pretty good shots. Tiger hit one. I don't know, 12 feet or so. Um, Freddie hit one to about two or three inches. It looked like it was hanging on the edge. Like everybody was going nuts and it didn't, it didn't drop though. But the, the highlight of the day was, so that was 13 and dad, dad and I were looking at each other. We're like, we got to make a gamble here. Dad said, I want to be on a tee box if we can. We're running out of holes. We're probably going to have to sacrifice some. What should we do? I was like, we got to go to 17 right now. Yeah. We're going to go to 17. They're going to play 14, 15, 16. We'll go to 17. We can see them play 16, but we can get on the tee box. So we ran over there and got right on the tee box. But the problem was there was already people crowded around where the tee markers were. So like, you know, your tee markers, they were crowded around that and and we couldn't get close. We couldn't get that close. And that, that tee box is probably, I don't know, 30 or 40 yards long. Mm-hmm. So we were about three quarters of the way back. So we're like, this is about as close as we're going to get you know, unfortunately. So yeah, great, great thing was there was a concession stand within a yep. hundred yards. There is. So dad's popped up right there. I run to the concession stand behind uh seven T box. Uh, and I'm just, I'm, I'm bringing the, bringing the beverages uh, as we're, as we're doing that, watch uh, Sahith Gala play um, a couple of halt place uh, six and then tee off on seven. And then they get on 16. They all skip it. We all saw the highlights where they all yep. dropped it at the same time and skipped it across. Tiger carried the whole, he never hit the water. His ball never hit the water. It's like he's never done it before. He carried the whole thing. Um, and then uh, they walk up to, they start walking up to the tee box and Ben, they don't go to the tee marker. They literally come right in front of us. Like, I mean, wow. I'm talking, Ben, I'm talking uh in a if you're like in an average size bedroom, like from one wall to the other. Like I mean, we're talking Tiger is no more than standing on the other side of the tee box for me. And uh I promise I I feel like we made eye contact one time and it, it was it shook me in my soul. Uh it was my I felt the electricity running through my body. It was it was crazy. Um Tiger teed it, Tiger teed it real low, and I was like, here comes the squeezer. This is the squeeze, yeah. you know, the squeezer cut, and he yep. sure enough just not super duper high off the ground. 
starts on the left side, ends up on the, uh, you know, right in the fairway. Uh, Rory teed off first and he hit a, he hit a total baby, just baby. Like he babied it, hit it out, hit it in the trees way right. And mm-hmm. then he, then he re-teed one and hit a draw and he hit it like over the top of the hill, like way the hell down wow. there. Like it's totally sent. I'm like, just hit that every time. But, uh, no, I mean, that was, and me and dad looked at each other and we're like, I mean, this is early in the day. We're like, I mean, get that we're not beating that like what what, nope. what we did like it's, what what do we do now um so that was that was the highlight of the trip i got some unbelievable photos i took my you you can take a digital camera in on monday yep. so i took a camera in. i got some great pics we got some pics down around amen corner ran into some friends which is crazy um we we just we we had to develop a uh separation plan where do we go if we get separated dad said i'm just gonna sit down and you know, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna move until you find me, basically, because <laughs> I have no idea where to go. Um, you got to know my dad to make it, uh, make this make sense. But it, not a lot of like fancy golf stuff really moves the needle for him. And he was like, yeah. he was like a kid. It was, it was, it definitely yeah. moved the needle. It was that was that was fun to see. Uh, I, I, I mean, man, if you can ever go, it's it's so it's yes. so worth it. It's so worth everything. Uh, it, it lives up to everything. It lives up to everything. Um, it, just can't believe you just can't believe how efficient everything is, how great the lines move, how respectful everybody is, just how nice everybody. It's just it's spectacular, man. It was, it's, I've told it's people one. It, being in the sales and customer service business, which you are as well. I've said the place to go if you want to train your people is Augusta National. Yes. Uh, with their hospitality, because every the, everybody that works there makes you feel welcome. Like you don't you feel like you're with friends and you don't even know these people. They're perfect strangers. It's Augusta National. Disney's number two and Chick-fil-A is number three. Those are the three places where if you are in the HR business or in the customer service business, you got to go to those three places, preferably Augusta National being number one, because uh, I was explaining you know, how efficient they are. So Zach didn't know when he was on this morning, which your dad, by the way, heard us talking about you. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty funny. But but Zach didn't know. I was like, they've got ushers in the bathroom. So they're telling you what stalls. Open. They don't want you wasting any time. They want you getting in and out of a concession of bathroom of everywhere. So you can go see the course. They want you to enjoy the atmosphere. The first and, guy, the guy at the, the bathroom attendant over there by amen corner, he's fist bumping as you go in. He go, all right, all right, blow it up. Not the bathroom though. Not the bathroom though. And let's fist bump, blow it up. Oh, but not the bathroom. You got stalls on the wall, stalls on the wall. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, 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 great. It's, 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 it's great, man. Um, I had a blast. Did it you was, get you a fruity? Did you get you a fruity drink behind 12? They sell a special drink no, there. We were I had I had a quota of beer cups that I was getting for everybody. So we were we pounding were, beers. We were pounding. We were we were going. There was so apparently I didn't get this before, but last year the Georgia Peach ice cream sandwich was was not available. Uh, and nope. they were back this year and I didn't get one the last time I went. Rocked my whole world. So thank God those were back. Those were phenomenal. I had I ate the barbecue, the egg salad. I don't, I just not a pimento cheese guy. Egg salad, egg salad one for me. And then the Georgia peach ice cream. And then we, I don't know, we, 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 how many calories did you put away, Kyle? You know, I didn't eat. I mean, the calories I always got, I got were definitely from the beer for sure. The, uh, the crow's nest, which is like a, 
like a blue blue moon type mm-hmm. type beer that was phenomenal. Um, we 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 ran through some of those. So, but you, Did you ask so them what was what was their domestic this year because it switches back. It was Miller Lite. It was Miller Lite. Okay. Yeah. So we and we had several of those. So, but I, I think we walked all the calories off. So it was. My dad was like, "Man, this is a good time. I wish I had my phone. I could tell how many how how far we walked. You know, I'd like to yeah. know how far we walked. But you know, maybe we should get a Apple Watch or something like that. Um, that'll be what's yeah, out it, next. There was people texting and taking videos and answering <laughs> phone calls with their dang Apple Watch. I'm like, uh, how does that? How is that allowed? But yeah, I, I, well, I thought about that this morning. Yeah, I didn't even. It, it hit me this morning as I was sitting at work, and I was like, "Well, I wear an Apple Watch," and so I was like. I could get text on that. Now yeah. it doesn't have a camera on it, so I can't take pictures on it. But um, which kind of sucks because that's the only reason I would want. I wouldn't want my phone to text me. I would want my phone for pictures. That's the only reason I would want it. Yeah, it's uh, honestly and, really cool to not have a phone. It's honestly it is. It spend is. Spend eight hours out there and you just don't have a phone. It's actually Some, kind of really cool. You went yesterday and I didn't give you these instructions, but my other buddy, one a guy that was in my wedding, he went today, and I got my phone call this morning because. You can call it. They have the AT&T. Um, they're not pay phones they're courtesy phones. Yeah. And he called me this. He called me this morning. And since I was on there, he left me a message and he said, Mr. Taylor, this is your annual call from Augusta National Golf Course, reminding you to have a great day today. And like he yep. hung up the phone. So uh, and so I got that on my caller ID, Augusta National Golf Course. on yep. my caller ID. I meant to I... tell you that I meant to tell you to call a bunch of people so they could have that on their caller ID. My buddy but, did that for me. Last year, it was, it was pretty cool. But anyway, yeah. all right, we've talked a bunch. Uh, we're going to be yeah. back tomorrow. We're going to talk some more, um, hope, you know, storylines, things like that. Uh, pairings are out. We'll talk pairings and things like that. So it's, uh, when you're when you're listening to this, it's going to be Wednesday. So the next episode is going to be round one, like a pre-round one, and then we'll do mm-hmm. some, you know, post-round wrap-up. So anyway, y'all have a great rest of the week. It's Masters Week. It's the greatest week of the year. And uh, this is episode (laughs) 277 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. We're always Always broken. broken. All right. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always stroken. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.